at you checking out our podcast. We're two grape guys, and you're sexy. All right, so we are here to break down the basics of wine for you all and have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Chancellor, my man. Joseph uh, Dustin. I am Proteo Chip. I am so excited for today. I mean, we are doing one of my favorite regions. Uh, we're, going, uh, we're going Old World, right? Remember, that's Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going Spain. Mm-hmm. My favorite region in Spain, Rioja. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. I'm, bro, I'm listen, so excited. listen, Protein Shake. All right. I've been really waiting for you to break this one segment out because Rioja is such a fun region. Love, yeah. love Tempranillo. You know, I mean, not going to lie, probably hands down one of like the gems of varietals in the, in the, uh, in the whole wine culture, right. And the, and the whole wine thing. So yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, mm-hmm. before we get started in this, can we talk about the Freddie Mercury you got going on right now? <laughs> Bro, you are in like, you're in a tank top, right? You got the stash, like fully, like this thing is on, like, I'm just waiting for you to like, just break out some queen right now. And so get into it. You, you know, I mean, it, it, I, I feel that this has become like an evolution as well as like our series that the stash needs to continuously be like changing every episode. Like we need to do something different, except for like the Hitler stash. That's just a little, that's a bit much. We don't need to no, go there. No, no, no. Charlie Chapman. No, we, we can, we can stay away from that. No, Absolutely. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's making a presence. And it's a flavor saver. And this is a great flavor to savor nonetheless, isn't it? Also true. Yes, absolutely it is, dude. Tempranillo, I mean, the majority of grapes that you're going to get out of Rioja are going to be Tempranillo, right? That's going to be like your most. Then you have like Grenache and like a few other ones. Um, but Tempranillo is going to be your, your numero uno. Um, this is mine here. Hmm. Um, you know, and, and I chose this one because it's an easy one. You can literally just pick up uh, pick up at the store. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, I went into up here, it's Kroger down there. It's Publix, whatever your grocery store is. And I went into like where they had the Spanish wines and I was like, you know what? Boom. You know, let's, let, let's go with this guy. Um, and actually, I mean, I've let it sit out for about 45 minutes. You let yours sit for a little bit. Yeah. 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 I let mine sit out for about 45 minutes as well too. What was the name of the wine that you grabbed though? The pre- what? Uh, Marquise de... Pacers. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't speak Spanish. So, uh, and I'm learning French, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it's not one that I can, um, I can look at, but you know what? The, the good thing about this is, and, and there's a few things you can look at when you're actually at the store buying these wine, what you really need to worry about when it comes to Tempranillos are there's three separate levels when it comes to Rioja. Okay. You got uh, Crianza, Reserva, Grand Reserva. Okay. So yeah, I don't know how to pronounce this, but what I look at, is this guy right here, right? This is a Reserva. And then I look at the year 2014, right? Which is why we've decanted it because most of these wines, um, you know, that they've been hanging out in the bottle for a while, right? So for instance, Crianza is a two-year, two-year dealy, right? So it's in the in barrel for like a year and then in bottle for another year. And that's basically it. Where when you go to Reserva, the middle level, it steps up, right? So now you're looking at um, minimum of a year in barrel and then at minimum of two years in bottle, mm-hmm. right? so 36 months total. Now, when you're going to the Grand Reserva, big, big daddy, the beauties, the, 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 the amazing of all amazings. I'm smelling the big delicious. Um, you know, those, I mean, you're looking at minimum five years, minimum, 
24 months in, in, in oak barrel, three years minimum in bottle, right? So you will never see a Grand Reserva like if, let's see, we're 2020. So just now you're going to see 2015, maybe, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you, know, if you look at it, actually probably not until later this year because, you know, harvest, when they go and they get all the grapes and stuff and they actually go out and pick them, harvest is like October. So it's actually, we don't, we don't want to see these until my guess is probably next year, but we won't even see the 2015. Yeah. Yeah. yeah these probably. guys, you know, this, this is a 2014, um, let it sit out. I mean, bro, I, you know, I, every, every time I pour a bottle into a decanter, um, you know, to help, help it aerate, mm-hmm. but I always pour a little bit out first as soon as I pop it. Oh yeah. As soon as I pop it, pour a little bit. Cause I want to get that. I want to taste it then. And I, I, as you said, um, in, in a recent podcast, that's when it's tight, right? Mm-hmm. That's when all, everything is like, it's like if you take your fist and you, and you make a fist, that's basically what it's like when, when you first pour it out of the bottle. Right now, as you op- slowly open your fist, right, that's basically like each one of your fingers is like a, a different, a smell, a taste, a, 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 a feeling, right? Because it's yeah. also like how it feels on the palate. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, earlier when I had it, it, was, I had, it felt like it had zero tannins. It was just like one straight, it was like grape juice. And that <laughs> was it, you know? But now, you know, it's, it's uh, I'm looking now, I mean, I probably had it open a little over an hour now. Whew, boy, that is freaking fantastic. Now, yeah. you know, we'll, and, and then we could, we could, what we call do the wine, um, go over the five S's, right? And, and the, obviously the importance of that is just so you can understand the wine, right? So you can smell it, you can taste it, you can see it, you can really get to know the wine as you're drinking it. And I think for me anyway, as I do that, it just makes it taste better. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. like the majority of our taste is also through our nose, right? So for smelling it, it's in the palate. It feels that I could, I could feel it on my palate just, just by smelling it. I'm going to taste it because it's good. Oh yeah. And, and that's the thing is with the nose, I mean, that makes up like legitimately a very large percentage of how the taste is going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's already kind Absolutely. of like a precursor of like what to expect. Now the, the, I mean, you will pick up some things on the nose when you smell it that you may not pick up on the palate, meaning like when you taste it, when it's in your mouth, you know, when you're drinking mm-hmm. it, swishing it around and everything, but there's going to be a lot of similarities there, obviously between those two sensories, you know, that you have. So, um, and that's what everything. Oh yeah. That's with everything. It's not just wine. It's like food in general. You know what I mean? Like when you, when, when you smell like a fish, you're like, that smells fishy. What's going to taste that way. Right. It's Mm going to have that, 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 that fishy kind of taste to it. You know, same thing with wine. Like you smell wine. Like last night, um, we, we had a bottle open for a couple of days. Um, and, um, we smelt it. I was like, that smells a little sour. It doesn't Mm. doesn't smell right. And you tasted it it tasted sour, you know, and actually a um, little bit of a sidebar. We got hit up on, on Instagram um, oh, yeah. Um, at, yeah, at two great guys um, with a question about what do you do with the bottle? Like if you don't finish it, right. What do you do? Like you, what, what do you, how do you store it? An open bottle. Right. So right. basically leave it on your counter, cork it mm-hmm. as much, as hard as you can get it in there and then you can leave it out on your counter or put it down in like a, a darker, darker space. Do not put it in the fridge. Don't do that. Don't do it. Basically, like, especially if you've opened it, because look at it this way. Do you like to have, as we, as we keep saying, smelling mm-hmm. and tasting, would you like to smell onion wine? <laughs> no. No. Taste onion wine? No. Because if it's open like that, some air is still getting to it, right? So, and you know how onions are. Onions are just like, they'll take over the entire refrigerator. Oh and my they God. will get into that bottle. Yeah. Right? So you will. So do not, you know, unless it's like a, a, a white wine, 
don't leave it in there for a long time. Like overnight, whatever. You know, white wines are a bit different. Um, but with red wines, don't do it. That and you don't want them that cold. You know what I mean? I mean, if if, right. if you're getting it, if it's a warm bottle, yeah, throw it in the fridge for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe half yeah. an hour, cool it down a little bit, and then pull it out. But I mean, you don't want to drink, uh, you know, super warm wine, but you also don't want to drink cold, um, cold Cabernet. Oh God, um, no, 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 no. I mean, you know, it can't, yeah, it can't be as cold as like know. the right side of my bed. You know, right. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty cold. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, bud. <laughs> hey, you know, the best though. You know what I mean? Like when you're just laying there and you're all hot and you move your leg over to the cold side, you're like, oh. oh. Can we just talk about the cold this side of the amazing. pillow too? Yes. What do you oh. flip it? Flip it. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. You oh, know, there, there, there and you're just so excited thinking about wine and how and how cool the pillow is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did your stash like ever get caught like in the in in the pillowcase? I just feel like it would like it would go through into the pillowcase. So the one thing I have noticed with this stash, right, is because, you know, I have this like little, the little bars are kind of going off to the side. So there's a little bit of length here on this. When I yeah, sleep, I like when, when I go to bed, you know, and when I wake up the next morning, it, it, it looks, cause it kind of looks like a frowny face right now. Right. It does. It and, does. And, and so when I get up and when I wake up in the morning, it turns more into like a smiley face. Like, like oh. the, the bottom parts, I like, kind of like flip up like this. Like, hi, Chan. <laughs> hi, Chan. Yep. I'm Hello. Hello. Oh, man, so. Hello. <laughs> um, anyway, hey, our, our crazy, our crazy sidebars. Listen, yes. I, um, I just got to throw my phone in the charger real quick, man. It's bugging the, it's bugging the life yeah, out of me right now. So. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, come on, man. Uh, hey, <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast right now, <laughs> this is typical of Chance, okay? Chance Listen. is currently wearing a United States of America flag pair of Speedos. And on the back of these Speedos is a bald eagle. So if you, if, if, as soon as, no, you don't got to show it to us again, man. Like, <laughs> down. In, in case you need to explain how the feathers laid out on the bald eagle's head. No, no I don't. I don't, this is something I wish I, I did not see. Uh, but you can see it as soon as we get these videos up on our YouTube. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, we may even like do like a screenshot or something. Uh, no, no, we got to, we got to save it. We got to save it. Gotta that save one's got to be, anyway. yeah. You got to build the anyway. anticipation about that one. So. Back in uh, temporary. Thank you for that fun little little surprise. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, back to back to Rioja. Um, so Rioja is kind of look at it as like Napa, right? So Napa Valley, obviously in California, we'll we'll consider California, Spain, Napa, Rioja, right? So within Napa, you have different regions, right? So you have Oakville, you have Stags Leap, you have like all these different different regions. Um, Rioja is basically the same, right? But really, Rioja is only made up of like three, mm-hmm. right? It's um, Rioja Alta, uh, Rioja Oriental, and then Rioja Alavesa. So it's like those three. And normally, these bottles, when it says Rioja, you're going to get all three of those regions all up in this little fella right here. Now, of course, you can find, you know, Rioja Altas, which is legit. Right. Mm. Where, where, where is yours from? Is yours, yours just say Rioja? Yeah. So, so I, I picked up, um, well, first of all, just to show my bottle here, I had the Duelist, uh It's a 2014 as well, Reserva. So, mm. you know, it's very similar yeah. in that aspect there, but yeah. uh, it's a, it's a gem. So this one doesn't say. Uh, dude, I feel like I should have like 
queen playing right now with this Freddie Mercury look you got going on here. You went to bicycle? Out of all the songs that the queen has, you went to bicycle. I just all I want to do is ride my bicycle. You know? I mean I want to ride my bicycle. You know what's dude, you know what's interesting that you don't know? When I was a kid, we, we had an exchange student from Spain. His favorite song was Bicycle from Queen. Shut up. How did that's very psychic of you, friend. His name was uh, his name was Jorge. Yeah, and he used to walk around the house doing uh want to ride my bicycle. And I'm like, what the hell, man? So anyway, yeah. Back to the wine. I also wanted to point out um, when you're going to the store and you're looking at these things, right? So the few things when it comes to Spain, you want to, or Rioja, you want to look at Reserva, you know, check the year. I mean, the year is going to be the year because of the classifications. It must, you know, like I said, if it's a Reserva, it's minimum three years, right? One year in, in barrel minimum, and then two years in bottle minimum. Now, a lot of times, like this is a, this is a 14, so it's been six years. So maybe it's, you know, maybe it's been a little bit longer in the barrel. That's fine. Maybe it's been a little bit longer in the bottle. That's fine. These are just minimums that it must hit, right? So mm-hmm. another thing to look at on the back here, right? How, how you know, and I think you and I have talked about this before, is DOC, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and Italy's the same way. Italy has DOC and DOCG. I'm going to try and pronounce this, and hopefully I, I do all right. It's uh, Denomination de Origin Calificata, right? <laughs> so Calificata. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that at least tells you, it's like a guarantee that, you know, that it, it qualifies to be called Correct. Rioja. Correct. Kind of yes. the same thing. You know, we do that, the same thing here in the U.S. With, with, you know, Napa, Sonoma, and things like that. We just don't have, like, an actual, like, classification like that. It's just more of an understanding that here are the rules. So if it's from Napa, they must have followed those rules, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so just another thing to look at. Just make sure. You know, Reserva, it's from Rioja, and then it's, a, it's DOC. You know, and again, I went to the grocery store and, and, and picked this up. And I know some places you can't. Like, when I was in Indianapolis, bro, like, not only did they have wine there, they had liquor in there. Do you, do you have that in Publix? No. I mean, you know liquor? what? I feel a little cheated over here. I mean, besides pub subs, you know, I mean, which are yeah. almost like the same equivalent of, like, the exciting factor of finding liquor in a grocery store. Um, no, we're cheated here in Florida with that. Yeah, here, here too in Texas. I was like, I was like, what? Which is amazing. <laughs> and then you know how like you get like six and they give you a discount? Yeah. Yeah, I could get five bottles of wine and, and then a liquor and I get the 10% discount on the liquor. I was like, this is amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's, this is, I'm, we're cheated. We're clearly cheated I here. I feel so too. I feel yeah. so too. But you know what we know what we're not cheated on right now though is the fact that we have beautiful juice in the glass right now. And the one thing about yeah, Tempranillo is so Tempranillo, I mean, in itself is the fourth largest produced grape in the in the world. And right. out of all the countries in the world that produce Tempranillo, eighty seven percent of Tempranillo comes from Spain. Right. So crazy. which crazy. is nuts. I mean, yeah. Spain is just sitting there like workhorse in that thing, just cranking it out, you know? And yeah, I mean, it's, the region is perfect for it. You know, oh, absolutely. Kind of like, you know, Malbec in Argentina, which actually isn't from Argentina. It's actually from France. Oh, look so. at you. A little history lesson. Yeah. For you. Yeah. A little history lesson. Mm-hmm. Big deal mm-hmm. from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I like about Tempranillos, well, the one thing I love about Tempranillos, uh, actually, is the fact that when, when you look at, like, Rioja in general, 
and and you talk about remember remember how we mentioned Tawar and we keep on bringing up Tawar right and, and what is exactly is Tawar it's the it's it's all the influences that goes into creating the wine right the 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 climate the soil 17s in Napa right because of the fires yeah all that smoke is part of the Tawar that I mean those grapes and those vines and those I mean it, it's gonna suck all that up so the mm-hmm. 17s they are a bit smoky you know no oh, doubt yeah. no doubt. So the, but the cool thing about though, right. So in Rioja specifically, you have a lot of the soil over there is very clay, very chalky. And right. And when you, and when you're tasting Rioja, you you get that element, right. Going on a very chalky, like, you know, um, uh, sand, you know, sort of, uh, alluvial, uh, soil in that sense there. But, um, iron is also another thing that they like to kind of mix up in the soil over there. It gives, it gives a little bit more elements to the wine. Now, one thing that's interesting about the, the, the vines over there for Tempranillo is that they spread them out very far apart from each other. They're not close together. And, they're, and the reason being is because of the soil, right? So that, they're, that if they're closer together, basically the vines are going to try and rob nutrients from the other vines. So that you're going to have inconsistencies in the grape growing there. So, but that, that's why they're spread far apart. And Tempranillo actually comes from the Spanish word temprano, which stands for early. And the reason they call it that is because the, temp- the Tempranillo varietal um, ripens several weeks earlier than all the other red wines in Spain. So, I know that. Again, another little history yeah. lesson. Look at yeah. us learning stuff. I know. I love that. That's More very cool. You know. <laughs> so why don't we why don't we jump in? Let's talk about this. What, what do you what do you got okay. going on in your glass? What do you got going uh, on in your I glass? I mean, I'll tell you what's going on in my mouth right now. Just tannins. Yeah. Tannins. Tannins, tannins, tannins. And we talked about tannins before, mainly because you know it, 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 it's how the, the wine can be aged, right? So a low tannic wine, it's not gonna be able to age very long, right? Mm-hmm. But these old world wines, we've talked about this, old world wines are very tannic because they're not meant like 14s like you're not supposed to like drink 14s until now right so i mean it's literally been almost six years since this 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 bad boy's been been bottled and and they do that they have such high tannin structure for that reason so it can age better so it so so it, it, it gets better um within the bottle right so like napa valley cabs those you, you just you just pop and pour right i mean it's like i think we're now getting 17s or even 18s now and they're out on the shelves like pop oh yeah go well, again, it's, 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 it's a whole style. It's a whole different style, you know? And mm-hmm. I always feel like it's like a, it, it, a, a battle, new world versus old world, you know? And everyone's got a, it's a big pissing contest, it seems like sometimes, you well, know? That started in, what, 1976. Um, so it's just the same as, like, the Judgment of Paris, right? Where it's like everybody's, you know, old world versus new world. Well, California went in and just kicked the crap out of everybody in France, right? <laughs> Chateau Montalena with, with their Chardonnay. And um, Stagsley Wine Cellars, um, one with their 1973 um, Cabernet. And that just shocked the world, right? And it was a huge, as they call it, the judgment in Paris. Um, you can actually watch a video, it's called, or the, the a film, it's called uh, Bottle Shop, which uh, people are like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah, give it a shot. It's really, actually, it's really, really, really cool. But that's maybe where the pissing contest came from, was <laughs> California went in there and kicked the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah. And ever since then, it's just been very awkward at holiday dinners mm-hmm. over there with them, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I, I have friends, you know, that just love to drink their, their Napa cabs, right? I just like, I just like Napa cabs. I just want to drink Napa cabs. Sure. Branch out. You know, we like, we, we like to, to, to encourage you to, to branch out. Try some new things. Um, 
if you like Napa cabs, give a Tempranillo a shot. You know, go go grab a, a Rioja. I mean, you know, if, if we do run through the, the, the wines real quick, you know, it's, it, it, it smells old world. It's got the, the, the deep color. Um, I got a white piece of paper. Um, the best to do this is, is in front of a white piece of paper. Um, yeah. You know, it's got, it's got a good deep color, much like a Cabernet. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be grippy on the tannins, much like a Cabernet. Um, you're going to get a little bit more earthy, a little bit more worldy, you know, smells and tastes to it. You know, like you said, I mean, it's the soils, right? It's, it's, it's sand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of that's going to be within here. So it's, you're going to get different tastes, no doubt, right? Because Napa is obviously, you know, much different than, than France. Although it's on that same kind of plane, um, like the, the same longitude, you know, it's like Napa, mm-hmm. Spain, all of that is all, all up there. But, but yeah, so I mean, give it a shot. You know, I mean, the next time, next time you're at a wine store or a Publix or Kroger or a grocery store that sells wine or whatever, grab your cab, do your thing. Branch out, grab, grab one of these, grab a Rioja, uh, you know, um, grab, grab an Italian, you know, grab a Chianti, you know, I'm, I'm, you know we'll, we'll definitely talk about Chianti and, oh, that'd um, be fun. yeah, and, and stuff, um, on, on this podcast for sure. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just, uh, super encourage you to, to branch out and, and, and try new things. And that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I know that it, to, to like what you said a minute ago, we, we fall into that comfortable shoe, right? Like, oh, that's got to be Napa Cab, Napa Cab, Napa Cab, Napa Cab, you know, Napa Chardonnay, blah, blah, blah. And then, it, and I always see this so many times with people and there's, listen, there's nothing wrong with it. You, it just like what you said, uh, you know, every, every episode, drink what you like, you know, that's it. Yeah. Just drink, drink what you like. like. Yeah. But just expand the horizons just a smidgen a smidgen you don't know what you don't know right right so if you've never had a tempranillo you don't know that could be the most amazing thing right but like if you get like a um in in bordeaux right there's like this this is where the the river comes through it's like you have left bank and right bank left bank is the majority cab Mm -hmm. so try a left bank and when you walk into the store like a total wine or something like that and you say and somebody says hey can we help you be like yeah can i get a left bank bordeaux and they'll be like well this person knows what they're talking about left bank cab right bank merlot r right r merlot right mm-hmm. so it's one way I, I like to remember it but those are all cabs too right so you're gonna get cab merlot cab merlot cab franc cab merlot petit bordeaux whatever you're gonna have all that but the majority of it's gonna be cab if you like cabs give it a shot Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the, the, thing with, the thing with Tempranillos too is you're never really going to get a, a 100% Tempranillo. This thing, like, my ear itches. It's just, like, it's my yeah. ears. They're huge. These Dumbo ears, like, pick up so much, like, just jazz and stuff. Um, okay. These are your so, wings. Flat, flat. <laughs> so, sorry. so, what I, what I was saying was Tempranillo. Uh, you're you're very seldomly going to find a hundred percent Tempranillo, right? You, and most of the time, it's blended. So you'll have a majority of of, of them will be like a ninety percent Tempranillo, ten percent Garnacha is like is, is what is what they like to call it, which is Grenache, but the Spaniards like to call it Garnacha. Garnacha, yeah. Which I actually kind of like that one a little bit better. I I, 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 I just feel like Garnacha, you know. So. But they do that. God, dude, you sound like you've been drinking like all day long. Holy oh my crap. God, I've been drinking all weekend long. <laughs> <laughs> my wine order just got in today too. Oh boy. That's good. We'll do, we'll do that one. We'll go over that one in another episode. But man, talk yeah. about like a, a, a fat kid in a bakery opening that thing up, man. I was right. I was excited. excited. I 
Yeah, but yeah, so uh, I'm glad we dove into this though. I mean, again, Tempranillos, beautiful grapes. Uh, they're they're big. They're they're very bold. They make a statement. Um, do yourself the favor of of picking one up. And like what Dustin said, do like if you're going to try one for the first time, you know, I, I would definitely go with at least a Reserva. Crianzas, yeah. Crianzas are great. Don't get me wrong. Crianzas are, you can find some Crianzas out there that are beautiful depending on the region, mm-hmm. you know, in the area that you're getting, that you're getting it from. But Crianzas are going to be a lot more lighter, a light, more brighter, um, yeah. fruitier, you know, the, like the Reservas, Grand Reservas, we're getting into some deep, deep, mm-hmm. dark, you know, old world stank funk. Just, man, we yeah. are. Yeah. Super good. <laughs> Super good. Um, oh, yeah. so I, you know, real quick before we, uh, we finish this one up, um, let's just go over it. Remember, just it, make sure it says Rioja, mm-hmm. make sure it says Reserva, and then make sure it's DOC on the back. The, um, the nomination, de origin, Kalapakikabaga. Um, but anyway, thanks so much for listening. Hopefully you learned a little something about Rioja and Tempranillos. Yeah. Um, and the underwear that Chance is wearing. It's a bathing oh, suit. <laughs> it's a bathing suit. Either way. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, man. Either way, thanks so much for listening. Chance, always good to see you, my friend. Dustin. Uh, while we're still in uh, quarantine, hopefully we'll see each other soon. Ching, ching. Hey. Cheers, friend. Salute to you.